Hey everyone, it's your old pal Lawrence here to review Resident Evil 4 Remake. This game is awesome. It's so, so good. They really did find a way to make everything better. There's a couple of things that are maybe just different but not better, but Jesus, everything's better. It's ridiculous. Let's get into it. The gameplay is... Uh, you know, on the surface, pretty similar to RE2 Remake. It's third-person action, over the shoulder, you pull, aim to fire, and you can kind of move in any direction. Which is, you know, doesn't sound that impressive these days, but compared to classic Resident Evil and Resident Evil 4 specifically, that is kind of a new thing. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't strafe in RE4 and you couldn't aim and move at the same time, so we're moving on into the future. Fuck. On a big scale, the story opens with Leon going to rural Spain to save the president's daughter who's been kidnapped. And then, you know, it just kind of falls apart. There are a whole lot of definitely not zombies that try to attack you, and then they explode into massive bugs. It's a great time. The game has a really good flow between sort of slow, puzzly areas and huge, bombastic set pieces. This flow follows the original Resident Evil 4, obviously, but nearly every single beat has been reworked intelligently, keeping a lot of what worked in the past and then adding a lot of new stuff, which is awesome. In terms of the actual combat, the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, it's actually pretty interesting. So, it is similar to Resident Evil 2 Remake, but there's it's got the Resident Evil 4 twist. It's got that stun into melee move that was in original 4 so you could like you could shoot an enemy in the face or in the leg they would either go down to a knee or spin around stunned and then you could do a cool melee attack it would knock them down it would stun other enemies it ended up being a way to crowd control basically or to move past enemies quickly you stun one you kick him you run forward uh the difference here is though it's not quite the catch-all it used to be in resident evil 4 it's not as reliable enemies don't stun as easily they can just kind of move forward through your bullets and hit you or grab you Enemy AI is actually really, really good too. So combine those two things. You have basic enemies that will just kind of rush at you through your gunfire and then enemy AI that'll circle around you really quietly and bonk you when you're in the middle of something. So all these things in combination kind of prevent you from more or less solving combat with guns and melee like you could in original Resident Evil 4. Now that would actually be almost a little bit unfair, and it's certainly very good at creating high-tension stressful encounters, but uh, now Leon has the knife. So usually in Resident Evil, the knife is just something you can use to get free damage on an enemy or, or break something, but it's a whole system unto itself in 4 Remake, and it actually works really well to the benefit of the game. The knife is a new mechanic that it, it, it kind of fills the same function as Resident Evil 3's dodge. It's a sort of skill-based, reaction-based thing that lets you get out of damage for free or get out of a grab. The difference between this and the dodge is that it's not infinite. In 3, you could dodge forever. In 4, the knives have durability and they can break. Breaking knives that you then have to later repair or just lose the use of for the moment. Knife broke. You know, it creates a resource, basically. It, it gates how often you can use it and to what degree. So it's not a permanent get-out-of-damage-free card. Which again goes back to the fact that this, the combat in this game, you can't really trivialize like you can in most survival horrors. In any classic Resident Evil, and even in some of the newer ones, you just, you kind of get to learn the animations, you know what you can get away with. You learn how to stun the enemies and just ignore them. I was getting pushed right up till the end of the game uh, and had to use all my tools. So that combination of everything just works super well. It means you can't really just solve the combat and get out of all damage once you learn the reactions. It also creates a really cool zone where since taking damage to your armor or your knife costs money to repair later, 
If you play skillfully and avoid that damage in the first place, then you can save up more money and buy more upgrades. So essentially, it's a system that rewards skillful play and allows a gap between what works and what doesn't. In the middle is your ability to be good at dodging or good at melee, good at navigating enemy encounters. And there are some bosses. Uh, you know, they can be a little frustrating, but they're bosses, so they're supposed to be. You got big boys that telegraph these big attacks uh, and more set PC bosses that are kind of easier to handle. There, there's some tough ones in there. I, I played on a harder difficulty, so this may not be the case with everybody, but I've noticed that boss encounters in survival horror games tend to be sticking points with folks, which is why I bring it up. So yeah, there might be a frustrating boss encounter in there, but you know, you can learn the tells and dodge appropriately. It just requires a slightly different mindset than fighting with, you know, normal Lost Plagos dudes. Oh, cool. I bring up dodging bosses because that leads to another aspect of the gameplay that I think is actually pretty cool. Leon still kind of controls like a tire. Uh, there were a ton of times playing where I got caught in an animation of Leon changing direction or stepping the wrong way when I told him to go somewhere and then I'd get hit. In a weird way, it kind of reminds me of GTA Online, how sort of animation focused or even Uncharted, how uh, characters will be moving in an animation and then if you give them another input, they have to sort of move between the animation they were doing into the one you told them to do, and there's a transition there. The problem is in Resident Evil 4, when Leon's sort of making a wide turn, he can get bopped by a shovel, shot by an arrow, grabbed by somebody, any number of terrible things that happened to poor Leon. And that actually happened to me a lot. It's a bit frustrating to begin with, but again, it means that you can't just react to everything as soon as it happens. So if Leon's barreling down a hallway and suddenly there's a guy there, you can't just hit back and suddenly back it on up. Leon's got a, you know, he's got he's got some some meat in the wagon. So it takes him a minute to slow down and turn around. The reason I describe that is it all really feels like more classic survival horror where you're kind of steering your character rather than simply telling them where to go and they go straight there. It means that there's an element of nuance to moving your character through environments where there are hazards like, you know, bear traps and other Las Plagas and stuff like that. So there's finesse to the movement. That also means that you can move inefficiently and take a lot of damage. So, you know, that might be another point that can be a little frustrating when the game gets a little higher on difficulty. But in the end, I think that makes it more true to its survival horror roots and creates a game where you can feel more mastered when you're good at it. Fuck! Ah! I think it's time. So to summarize all the gameplay, it's great. It's great. This is probably the best, technically, that Resident Evil Combat has been. Uh, and that's awesome. It's it's not like Resident Evil 6 started to get a little wacky with all the mechanics and sort of combos and stuff. It's not there yet. Right on to the story. It's great. Uh, Resident Evil 4, the 2005 one, was really fun, really dumb, super campy. I mean, Resident Evil games always get that way. Four kind of took it to a new level, a new level, a layer of camp, and then yeah, six just upgraded it into the stratosphere. But uh, all that campiness and that charm is there and realized in a more natural way. Capcom seems seems like they've been doing this all their lives with as effective as they are. Some scenes are rearranged. Uh, some characters are kind of in different spots at different points in the story. But all that rearranging really just makes the use of the characters much more effective. Characters are established better. It's really impressive the, the mileage Capcom gets out of these very short and honestly pretty tropey character moments. I mean, Resident Evil, it's, it's an action universe. It's a horror action universe. So hey, characters have some of that energy. They're all playing their role in a, in a pretty templatized story, but uh, they do it really, really well. That's the point. 
Uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake, I thought, had similar energy. You just get a lot of personality out of characters with like three or four lines tops and then you're back into the game. Hey, I see you found your missing senorita. Senorita has a name and it's Ashley. You are? Ballistics. Encantado. Great. We all have names. Leon is a dumb idiot and I love him. That was something I was a little worried about, honestly, with the remake is that they might try to serious it up a little too much and they did because 2005 is just bananas wacky. Once you get to a a Gundam of a tiny Spanish man stomping around. It gets a little a little hard to reel it in. So it's 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 in a, a little bit. But in the universe, Leon's still a dumb idiot. Uh, the new Ashley is awesome. She's great. Uh, it's almost like beat for beat, all of the classics, like the high, shrill, nasal Leon scream isn't there. What's instead there now is a voice that kind of breaks low and is still a really, really good, memorable scream. And like I said, the campiness is reeled in just a tad from original Resident Evil 4, but not in any way that makes me sad. I mean, there's still a mysterious saxophone blast every time Ada Wong is on screen, and how do you get better than that? He's a good boy. Predictable. Fine. The fucking saxophone stings when she does something mysterious are the best! Graphics-wise, it's, it's just outstanding. All the Resident Evil games and the RE engine has just continued to put out incredible, incredible visuals. There's just a ton of times where I just stop and savor simple things, like a fire or light streaming in through a room. Yeah, just, just tons of dramatic lighting on point, tons of just like solid color for individual rooms. Everything looks great and moves great. Fantastic. Sound is also just phenomenal. For real though, I... It's kind of blown my mind in the last five years, just in general, how sound has gotten a ton, ton better. But 4's, 4 Remake is just really great. The guns sound really crisp and intense and, and unique from each other. They have this like punch and, and airiness that used to be reserved for Call of Duty or Battlefield. Like those guns sounded awesome and other game guns sounded good. No, this, this is like bang, bang, uh, really fun to listen to guns, and each one kind of has its own personality. All the voice performances are pitch perfect. It's sometimes a little baffling to me how much talent is out in the world and how casting agents are able to find these perfect performers, but Leon has that perfect ability to deliver a corny line, but in a fun way. Kind of, you know, John McClane, buttering to himself. This is how he expresses frustration. But uh, even if the words on the page are really corny, he manages to find the charm in it and make you like him, even though he's just kind of a, yeah, you know, this is Tom Cruise, super military man. Well then, it should be just another day in the office, right? Like I said, Ashley is is delightful. She's not, she's not as a one. I don't want to describe original Ashley as one note, but it's definitely an, an older image of of a damsel in distress, right? This is a lot more uh, nuanced, I think. There's again, it's not like ultra nuanced. They don't make you sit there and and listen to five minutes of backstory about her, but there's little notes here and there that make her a different but still very fun character to be around. This is the same room as before, isn't it? <coughs> Guess we just circled around. Are you implying I don't know where I'm going? And even the new merchant is delightful. Uh, nothing will replace the gravelly voiced merchant from RE4, but my god, is this new merchant great. And even delivers some of the old lines in a new way, and it's still charming as hell, so amazing. I got something new for you. And I guess finally, this game just has a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of stuff. So this is more this is more for people that played 3 Remake and were maybe a little underwhelmed at the amount of content in that game. 
There's a lot here. Uh, you got new difficulties once you beat the game. You have challenges that prompt you to explore and find some of the quirkier uh, elements that might be hidden in the game. Unlockables, like silly glasses, new guns, different outfits. It's all there. Side quests, collectibles, shooting range challenges that actually do take a while to, to max out. You, you just get a lot to do, and that's good because 4 Remake is a fun game to spend time in. It just controls well, it plays well. You'll be looking for more things to do in it, so it's a solid investment if you want to think about it that way. And now that I, reflecting on it as a huge Resident Evil 4 2005 fan, at this point, now that the remake's out, the only reason to play the original is to just kind of appreciate the strides in general games craftsmanship since then. Now, of course, Resident Evil 4 broke a lot of a lot of ground in gameplay and control types and, and uh, contextual controls is the big one that it kind of was known for. And personally, I'll always love the campy charm of Resident Evil 4. That was also, I think, where, I don't know, Resident Evil was always pretty campy, but it definitely started to become something new from 4 on. So there's a lot of history in Resident Evil 4, but now that the remake's out, it's the Resident Evil 4. If anyone asks me which one to play, it's going to be that one. Uh, and just kind of in general, I think Resident Evil 4 Remake might be the best Resident Evil game. Before this, it was 2 Remake, uh, but I think 4's got it. I think the the, the knife melee system is really, really interesting. Uh, and it's just fun, man. It's just a good, well-made game. You can't find a flaw. The only flaw is that, I don't know, I just wanted more Ashley screen time, to be honest. That's just me. She was cool. So solid work, Capcom. Uh, they got a lot more coming up. Street Fighter VI, Exo Primal. My gosh, Capcom's back, and I couldn't be happier. All right, that'll do it for my opinions about Resident Evil 4. Uh, let me know what you think. I, it, you know what? If you didn't like it, I'd like to know why. I think I'd be super curious about that because this seems like a seems like a crowd pleaser all around. But yeah, that'll do it for me. I'll catch you later. Bye, everyone.